The Women Like You podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first Australians and traditional custodians of the land where we live, work and exercise. reduce your overall stress response and it's something practical that you can do to feel a bit better. Running feels terrible most of the time. It feels even worse when your puppies are just flopping around everywhere and basically about to, you know, smack you in the face. Hello and welcome to Women Like You, the podcast for women who hate working out but know they should. I'm Sarah, I'm a GP and I work in fertility and women's health. And I'm Gab, I'm an audio producer and journalist, and we're a couple of lifelong exercise sloths who are on a mission to get a little bit healthier without all the fitness industry bullshit. Hey Gab, did you know that exercise is really good for your brain? Ooh, well, I mean, we know it can help prevent chronic illness and disease. It's awesome for stress relief and connecting with the environment if you're, you know, working out outside. Um, But I guess, yeah, there's probably a pretty important link between exercise and mental health that I'm assuming you're going to talk to us about. On this episode, we are going to explain how exercise helps to look after your noggin. Noggin. Noggins. Look your noggin. <laughs> I love your noggin. I love your noggin. How are you? Yeah, I'm actually, I, I'm, I'm hitting my strides in lockdown. I, I'm doing okay. How are you? Yeah, the same. I th- much, I'm feeling much brighter this week than I did last week. I really, I really hit a lockdown wall last week and I felt like everything was closing in and this was just an endless thing that's going on and on and I really miss you and I miss your face. Oh, <laughs> highs and lows, right? Highs and lows. And now weirdly, you know, I don't know whether it's hormones or just time or, you know, sometimes we're just a bit more resilient than others, but for some reason, I just feel like a different person this week. Um, so what have you been up to exercise-wise this week, my love? Uh, exercise-wise, I well, our challenge on last episode was to do a little bit of something every day. Um, and the recommendation was, if you haven't already, to download the Momentum app or, you know, any kind of habit tracker app, really. There's heaps of them. Um, Momentum's just the one that I've used. And um, do a little bit of something every day. And I, I did. I kind of, even though, you know, I've set up a fairly good consistent exercise habit. I'm I I feel confident that I'm someone who now works out most if not all days. Um it's always good to reset. It's always good to kind of go back to basics and and you know go back to how what worked for you and I in the beginning. Um and for me that was the momentum app and doing a little bit every day. I just basically mentally treated exercise just like any other daily chore, you know? So taking a shower, brushing my teeth, eating, you know, all things that I would do every single day. I just Yeah, and that you 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 wouldn't you wouldn't ever try and schedule those things in. It's just part of your day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It just you you don't even think about them. They just happen. You just know that you're going to do them. I kind of just did the same thing with exercise. I just was like, cool, at some point today I have to do exercise. I have to tick off the little green tick on the momentum app. Um so, rather than overthinking it, I just kind of went, cool just get something done at some point. There was one day when I just didn't have 
I didn't have the energy or the time to do anything long. I just wanted to get it over and done with super quickly. So I did a seven minute workout. I'm like um, that a lot of days, to be honest. Like <laughs> yeah, it's just true. so long as I tick it off, then I feel good, even if it's not a huge amount of exercise. Just something. Yeah. So seven minute workout was perfect for that. Um, I was just, I, honestly, at the start of it, I was like, oh, I do not feel like a seven minute workout. I do not feel like doing something more higher intensity, but um, mm. and I did it. And then I was like, fuck it, seven minutes. And then it's done and actually felt awesome. And weirdly, a little breakthrough moment for me doing some of these, some of those um, exercises in the seven minute workout was a little bit easier this time than Yay. the last time I did it. Yes. The last time was probably a couple of weeks ago now, but I, yeah, I, into the jumping jacks, kind of felt okay. High knees wasn't as exhausting as it previously been. Um, you know, push-ups were actually felt a little bit stronger, not much, but it was just a tiny yeah, little bit but it's, of improvement. Even if it's just a tiny, tiny improvement or like you're just going like a centimetre deeper into your push-up or your knees are coming up two centimetres higher in your high knees, Yeah, um, it, it feels good to make progress. It does. And especially when you're not even trying, like you're not focusing on that goal. You're not focusing on, I want to get better at push-ups. You're just kind of yeah, doing yeah. a little bit of something every day. And then all of a sudden there's, there'll just be a weird marker of improvement that you didn't even really plan because you just yeah, randomly that, that's do the a best workout. Feeling. I love that. I yeah. love that feeling. Yeah. You just, you randomly do a workout that you haven't done for a month, but randomly this time you did it and it feels a lot better than it did a month ago. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, lots of, lots of that. Um, also, yeah, just jumping on the exercise bike, doing a session, like listening to a podcast whilst riding, watching a show while riding on the bike, you know, on days when I, I just kind of wanted to do long, slow, not really like, you know, set and forget type exercise. That's been really helpful as well. So yeah, I, I did. Yeah, cool. I do a little bit of something every day. That's awesome. Uh, I love the green tick. The, I love it. The good old green tick. Thank you. Uh, how about you? How'd you go? I have a confession. A confession? I, this is yeah. spicy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, probably, <laughs> it's probably less spicy and more idiotic. But I think I might finally be having my uh, midlife crisis. I have purchased a set of roller skates. What? Yeah. Yeah, you made me giggle last week because you mentioned roller skating. I've never skated before. I am not someone that would have ever thought that they could roller skate and look, time will tell if I can. Yep. Um, but it's something that I've kind of always secretly wanted to do. And, uh, and it's very new, trendy at the moment too. There's a new like Anderson Pack, um, Bruno Mars song called Skate. Um, that's just well, it's isn't pushed that me handy? Over. Yeah, yeah. It's pushed me over the edge. No, it was that song and I was just like, I really want to skate backwards to this. There's, there's been like a few songs recently that I've been putting on like this mental to skate list. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, well, next step, gonna have to buy yourself some roller skates. So oh, man, what color did you get? They are midnight, midnight blue, like midnight, midnight. black blue there. Yeah. They're sexy AF. Um <gasps> and uh and I I I think they got delivered to my office on Friday. <laughs> to work. <laughs> They come in like a, these are roller skates, not like some Thankfully, kind of. Thankfully, the packaging was quite discreet. Okay. I was um, say, you kind of want just like a plain brown box or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like they're really heavy. So I'm sure people were like, what? It's like, I just saw it looks like an office looks full like of shoes. doctors as well. Yeah. And then you, you're you're a very sensible, sensible oh doctor. Oh, my God. I'm very such serious. an idiot. <laughs> I am skates. such an idiot. <laughs> I was I was thinking, imagine if I actually managed to learn how to roller skate and then I used them around the office just for like 
you know, gliding into reception to uh, to email, email, yeah, email some scripts off or pick up and some then, patients. And then, like, you know, down the hallway to pick up your chart and, and drop a script off to somebody else and go <laughs> drop reports <laughs> off to this person. And <laughs> Oh, look, there is pure joy, though, in uh, in doing something kind of silly that, you know, I don't know, you're just like, this is not the sensible adult decision to make, but you're like, yeah, but it's roller skates. It's this is so fun. exciting. And, and they are um, super trendy at the moment. There's so many amazing videos on Instagram of people doing... This is probably why it's happened. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You know, I can just see you gliding down, you know, some beautiful, you know, bike path with like Fleetwood Mac blaring <laughs> from, exactly. a, from a boombox exactly. on your shoulder. See, you get it. You need to join my skate gang. <laughs> I haven't skated since I was a kid. I did it like once or twice maybe and um, roller skating that is. like uh, yeah. I'm I not. literally had not strapped on a pair of roller skates until Friday night. Wow. Because when I was a kid, roller skates were out. They were old and, you know, has-been things. Daggy. And it was rollerblading that was trendy. Yeah. Um, I wasn't particularly good at rollerblading. I always felt like the, the having a line of wheels made my ankles turn inwards and it was all just very... I just wasn't good at it. It was very painful. And, uh, yeah, they didn't feel great. But roller skating, I've done once or twice. was not amazing at it. (laughs) Watch this space. I will probably, you know, break my ankle or something. But uh, I No, no, if I say it, it won't happen. That's true. Um, I I did um, kind of fall on my ass a bit on Saturday. And at that point, yeah, at that point, I was like, you know what? Maybe let's get some uh, some knee pads and some wrist pads. <laughs> so I have I have not done a lot more skating since, but I am going to learn. I <laughs> will probably regret buying these, but no. At the moment, I'm just I'm I'm really excited about sort of yeah chasing after one of those little juvenile dreams that uh, that I didn't didn't do back in the day. Yes, this is amazing. I love this. I love this development so much. I cannot wait to see uh, the videos that come out of this, the the social media content. You will be a content queen <laughs> on the Women Like You Instagram page. It's just uh. going to be reels galore. I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. One of the things I hope your skating is good for is your mental health. How's that for a well, segue? <laughs> uh, seamless, my love. Seamless. Um, no, well, I was thinking about that, though. If you go, you've got to find joyful things in your life and joyful ways to move your body. So it's yeah, especially considering, a segue. Yeah, especially considering how much we hate exercise. We've never been, we've never been people who ever sprung out of bed and hit the gym, did a set of weights, did, did, did the just lifting. Just knocked out some burpees just for the sheer joy of it. No. So this week I wanted to share some interesting little factoids about how we can actually use exercise to help us with our mental health. Now, um, this is not going to be an exhaustive discussion, but there are a few really interesting little nuggets of science on the subject that I, believe, I found fascinating. I believe we call it science. 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 So I think that we all know deep, deep down that we do feel mentally better when we get some regular exercise in our lives. But today I wanted to share a couple of little reasons why that is the case. Yeah, this is really interesting because last week you mentioned this a couple of times and I sort of referenced it just so that I could sound smart, but I actually don't know what I'm talking about. And that's kind of why you're here. You're the brains behind this organization. Um, One of the things you mentioned a few times was dopamine. 
And I guess my really dumb gab question is, Sarah, what is dopamine? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Um, so <laughs> dopamine is, uh, look, dopamine's a molecule that I can't take you pay- seriously, Doctor. I know that you'll be roller skating while we record one of these <laughs> podcast Skate. episodes at some point. <laughs> Just with Bruno Mars on in the background. Um, sorry, sorry. Dopamine, yes. dopamine, dopamine. Dopamine. So dopamine is a molecule and it plays a huge role in, in how we experience pleasure. So it's it, it really has a vital role in helping us to stay motivated and happy. And if that's not what we're all chasing, then I don't know what is. I think we often think of it as a reward hormone. And for years, it's almost been used synonymously with the concept of achieving your goals. And I know that you hate the G word. Ugh, I hate it. Hate it. But according to uh, Dr. Andrew Huberman, who's a neuroscientist from Stanford University, most of our dopamine is actually released in the pursuit of our goals, not in the ticking the goal off your to-do list. Oh. In fact, it's kind of what allows us to to do really long, arduous, difficult things. It's It's the dopamine that ultimately kind of helps to replenish our motivation. Does that mean I'm right then? Because, yeah, like... Sure, have yeah. the goal, but actually it's you, not the goal that gives you the happiness. It's the pursuit are, of happiness. You are totally, yeah, the pursuit of happiness is, yes. is the dopamine. It's the pursuit that will make you feel good. And and sometimes when you actually do tick off the big capital G goal, that's not, it doesn't give you the same hit that thinking about achieving your goal will. Cool. So one way that you can get yourself a little boost of this feel-good pleasure juice pleasure is... Juice. Uh, <laughs> Is through exercise. I know. I know. So dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Uh, sorry. Serious, serious science discussion. Pleasure juice. Pleasure juice. Pleasure juice. Pleasure juice. Um, Is by setting little mini goals or mini targets along your proposed kind of exercise pathway. Like we've we've spoken a few times about the stairs at my train station at the Mm. end of my day, and and I do look. I honestly kind of look forward to the to those stairs at the end of the day because I legitimately feel good when I get to the top of them. And it's not because I've been thinking about this all day, but every time I see those stairs, I know that when I get to the top of them, I will have done a good thing. I will have made the good choice. And I do get a little a little boost of pleasure, a little boost of happiness when I get to the top of them. Um, Dr. Huberman explains this really, really well. So I just want to read you uh, a quote of his that I think really puts this into into place. You want to reward your little wins en route to your goals. And that can be through telling yourself that you made it to a small milestone toward your team cohesion, whatever wins, whatever you want to register those wins. You don't need to over-celebrate them, but you do need to register them, even if it's just for moments even if it's through gratitude, which is actually a really powerful practice. And then when you do reach a win, it has to be rewarded in a major way. And if you do that, the more likely you'll be able to re-engage those same circuits in the future. So the way that I often think about this is that it's so important to integrate some little mini goals or mini targets along your exercise pathway. So for example, if you're going out for a run, Mm -hmm. tell yourself that you will sprint to the next landmark that you see. So if you can see like a a post box up, you know, a couple of couple of blocks away, go, I'm gonna sprint to that bit. And then when you get there, you'll be like, Yeah, I sprinted there. I didn't know I could do that. And or you might say, we were talking about music the other week, you might say, look, I'm going to run until I get to the end of this song. And then when you get to the end of the song, you feel really proud of yourself and you feel really great for doing that. And each one of those little 
mini goals or little mini targets along the way will actually give you a nice little sweet, juicy hit of dopamine. I can highly recommend his podcast. Have you uh, have you ever listened to uh, to Dr. Huberman's podcast? It's called The Huberman Lab. No, Huber- never. The Huberman Lab. Huberman Lab. Huberman is a fun word to say. Huberman. Uh, so is Huberman juice. Huberman. <laughs> Huberman. Um, it's uh, so he's got a, a lot of. Albeit, look, he's a he's a neuroscientist. His main focus of his research is in vision and visual pathways. Um, but he has a uh, a Tremendous way of breaking down really difficult concepts and making them super interesting. I absolutely love it. My husband, who does not have a background in science, is hooked on these podcasts as well. So they are uh, they're a good way if you want to get some some juicy juicy science into your day as well. Science, science, awesome. Okay, so that's that's dopamine. So that's dopamine. Little- dopamine is good, but you get it from the little the little wins along the way. You don't necessarily get it from the big goal at the end. Yeah, wow. Okay. So that's a good that's kind of a good um what is it? A hormone? Good molecule? Good. Yeah. yeah it's a it's an you can think of it as a as a neurotransmitter or a neurohormone. Yeah. So that's a hormone one of the that works guys. in your brain. It is. Okay. Are they are there um are there bad guys that also <laughs> help us with um exercise? Well, I think if we're thinking more more generally in terms of stress, we know that regular exercise can, in fact, help us to deal with stress in more global ways. So I wanted to give us a little uh, biology 101 um, and talk to you a bit about the neuroendocrine system. So, And that's kind of what your question about dopamine was, like, what is dopamine? Is it a hormone? Yes. So dopamine is part of the neuroendocrine system. And the that's neuroendocrine system- oh, yeah, Neuroendocrine. <laughs> Neuroendocrine. Um, Damn, you know, neuro- like, I, I just want to say, stop you right now with your smarts, with your smarts chat. Like for me, science was uh, high school science was like I had a lot of fun dissecting the frog and melting pens on the Bunsen burner, but that's basically as far as it went. <laughs> this is the most amount of science I think. What I've were ever you doing learnt. at school? <laughs> Well, you were, you know, you like were part drama of drama and French yeah, and history. Say, you were, yeah, I was going to say you were you were doing all of the things that I desperately wanted to do. <laughs> I'm like, but, no. But now you know things like neuroendocrine. Off, off to the science room. Um, science. Yes, the neuroendocrine system is made up of special cells called surprise, surprise, neuroendocrine cells, uh, and these are spread throughout your body. And neuroendocrine cells are like nerve cells, but they also make hormones like the cells of the endocrine system. These hormones can control many, many body functions. And in some ways, we can think of exercise as being a form of physical stress. I don't think I need to tell you that, Gab. No. <laughs> you and I have often thought of exercise as being stressful, necessary physical stress. Yeah. Um, Gross, and- sweaty. Awful, yeah. feels like shit. You're exactly. definitely not what your body would be describing as relaxing this or is, lovely or exactly. happy. This isn't the dopamine pleasure system no. here. This is the There's stress no pleasure juice here, system. baby. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, when you do exercise, particularly if this is something relatively new to you, um, you will get an increase in stress hormones. And so these are, are stress hormones that you would have heard of before, things like adrenaline and cortisol. And these will go up in response to exercise. And and look, this is ultimately why sometimes when you're in the throes of an exercise session, particularly, as I said, if you're new to it or if you're pushing yourself beyond your limits, you won't necessarily feel great, especially if, you know, you're not an adrenaline junkie by nature. No. 
I don't think so, anyone listening to this podcast is an adrenaline junkie. <laughs> I'll, I'll learn to be one on my skates. Um, <laughs> yeah, with all of your padding that you're going to have. You're going to look like a, a hockey goalie, an ice hockey goalie with like, full body. It's so true. <laughs> body um, armour. <laughs> There's all these strap pillows to your entire arm. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Back to the... <clears throat> I can see why you were kicked out of science class, Gab. <laughs> It's exactly why <laughs> I couldn't concentrate. Anyway, back to back to uh, bad right, so, bad stress hormones. So exercise makes us makes our bodies feel stressed. In response to stress, we release a whole bunch of stress hormones. Mm-hmm. But interestingly, it seems that there is a gradual reduction in the body's stress response to exercise when we do it consistently. Oh, so your body, I guess, has a, has a tolerance yeah, for exercise. Yeah, kind of adapts to it over time. And this is one reason. It's certainly not the only reason, but it's one reason why exercise does get a bit easier over time because your hormonal stress response adapts. So in a sense, exercise trains our bodies to cope better with these stress hormones. You get a bit used to feeling the, the fluctuations and feeling the release of these stress hormones. And that potentially has implications for dealing with many chronic stress-related health problems. It's as though the stress of exercise actually helps our body build resiliency to other forms of stress. And I love that because exercise feels hard. To you and I, it feels really, really hard. But the longer that we do it, and I think the key here is the more consistently that we do it, it's not about flogging yourself for three weeks and then giving up, the more consistently we can incorporate a bit of daily exercise, the better we're going to adapt to that stress response. And uh, and I think that's going to help us cope with the other stresses that we face in day-to-day life. Yeah, it's so true. You know, when I, I mean, I'm not, I must admit, I don't meditate regularly. I don't have a good meditation habit rocking. That's kind of one of the things I would like to do. But I have noticed um, when I've gone through periods of doing like a, you know, meditation in the morning, I find that um, when I'm at work and stressful things happen, they sort of breeze over me a little more than if I'm not meditating. Oh, totally. And this, I suppose, is, this is why I love meditation. Yeah, I, and I, I suppose the same thing applies to then, yeah, exercise. Like if it's actually helping your body to stress, to deal with stress, um, you know, in an exercise sense, then, yeah, you can. It will it will kind of play out into other parts of your life where – it's kind of like literally every time you exercise, you're you're training your brain. You're telling yourself you can do hard things and survive. Exactly, them. exactly. And you have proof of it on a daily basis that you can cope with the awful feeling of stress, and uh, and your body will adapt to that. And then if you can chuck in some sweet little moments of joy along the way and get some dopamine released as well, you're getting the you're getting the beautiful dopamine pleasure stuff and you're also getting trained into how to cope with the unpleasurable stress hormones that also circulate when we exercise. You said pleasure stuff, but you meant to say pleasure juice, I think. I just want to correct the record there. Thank you. Sorry, yes. Science. (laughs) Science is pleasure juice. (laughs) Show us your pleasure juice. Actually, don't. Keep it to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't. Can we go and melt a pen over a Bunsen burner now? You can. I'm having withdrawals. Fine. 
time. It's so true. I mean, you have literally beautifully explained some of the science behind, you know, the, the, the literal mechanisms, internal mechanisms that we have that help us exercise and, you know, things like basically the flow and effect of that is that exercise helps our mental health. You've literally kind of pointed out um, how it actually happens uh, at a cellular level. But it's anecdotally and not having a science background, obviously, uh, you know, there are times when if I just go for like a really long, slow, breezy walk, it's I find it so much better for my mental health than it is for anything else most of the time. Like if it, you know, like I might not be hitting any kind of, like I'm not going to go down in yeah, any record book. Yeah, you're not going to get VO2 max. And yeah. You're not, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, like no one's going to write novels about this exercise session I just did, but holy shit, the the benefits that it's given my mental health, my headspace. Um, I'd read that novel, girl. <laughs> I'd read it. <laughs> It'll be good because you know that English was my strong point at school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Won't be published in a science journal, however. <laughs> science, the pleasure juice journal. So, you know, and I think it, 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 it is another thing that we that we can definitely fall back on because we're not people who spring out of bed in the morning and want to hit the gym. We find exercise very stressful and gross and, you know, have always kind of struggled to do it consistently. So this is just another little tool in your toolkit when you've got no motivation and all the roadblocks to exercise are popping up in your life and you're really struggling to put the shoes on and head out the door or, you know, get on the bike or put the roller skates on in your case or, you know, whatever kind of um, exercise blockers are popping <laughs> up this is just another little thing another little tool in your arsenal where you can say hey actually this isn't about losing weight it's not about doing the best session ever it's not about being the fittest person it's it's for my mental health and right now with you know lots of the parts of the country in lockdown and really going through a tough time exactly this is something that will actually help your mental health it will actually help and and look at the moment, it is really hard to exercise. It's really hard to do a lot of stuff when you're stuck in lockdowns, you haven't seen your family, you're under enormous pressure left, right and centre. But know that if you can exercise regularly, it will reduce your overall stress response. And if you can work out how to get a little dopamine hit out of it as well, you get some pleasure and uh, and it's it's something practical that you can do to feel a bit better. Pleasure juice. Pleasure juice. Pleasure juice. I love it. Uh, yeah, challenge for the week time. Well, you mentioned this before, actually, when you were talking about pleasure juice uh, and you were saying- <laughs> I nearly you- spat tears. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did. But you said, you know, when you're thinking about the little dopamine hits and how you actually get the hits in pursuit of your goal, not when you achieve the goal. And your example of that is, you know, when you're out for your next run, tell yourself that you'll sprint to the next landmark, like, the, you know, the next post box or whatever it is, um, or you'll run to the end of the song. Those little moments are actually what will give you those little dopamine hits. So I thought And you maybe, have to celebrate them. You have yes. to celebrate them. You've got to pat yourself on the back. You've got to tell yourself you've done a good job. I did, and I made it to the post box. Um, I think maybe then a good challenge for the week would be let's try a little run. Let's try a little spicy run this week. Actually, I'm not going to say spicy because it's not spicy at all. Let's no, not I was going to say. <laughs> it's bland. Let's it's go a bland, for a bland. Run. Very, very, very bland, bland run. plod. <laughs> so, a white bread plod. <laughs> 
Um, we've got two things to leave you with this episode. We have a podcast recommendation, Dr. Andrew Huberman's podcast, The Huberman, Huberman. Lab. Huberman Lab. Uh, and and a, uh, a run that you can do. So there is a 25-minute run in the Nike Run Club app. It's free for you to download on your phone. The run is called Don't Wanna Run Run, which I... <laughs> Okay, you're speaking my language. (laughs) So when you don't want to run, run, they have a guided run for that particular time, which for most of us is every day. Um, Have you done it before? I haven't done this one. I've I've done, you know, they've got runs like Tough Day, Easy Run and stuff like that, which have been brilliant. Um, you know, there's ones like that basically where like just the head, the title of the run makes you go, oh, that's exactly how I feel. Um, so I haven't done this one, but I'm really excited about it because Don't Want to Run Run is kind of how I feel right now. Um, All right, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do, do it. it. Yeah, it's 25 yes. minutes. It's a guided run. Minutes. Coach Bennett will be with you the entire way. We love Coach Bennett. Um, you can select your own music, but it does come with its own playlist. So, you know, I'd recommend using that so that you don't get distracted by your, your banging tunes. I'll um, just have Skate on repeat in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so excited about this development. This is the best. Oh, so great. Um, and also my tip for, you know, if you haven't gone running for a while or you're just getting back into running, um, I would highly recommend getting yourself a good sports bra. Like I'm talking Kevlar level support for the boobs. Um, it <laughs> Running feels terrible most of the time. It feels even worse when your puppies are just flopping around everywhere and basically about to, you know, smack you in the face. So, um, yeah, get yourself a good sports bra, get kitted, get strapped in, be supported, uh, and then give the don't want to run run a go. Um, Can we officially talk about sports bras soon? Yeah. I've got heaps of recommendations. I've tried them all. I haven't cool. really. That's that's a lie. But I have a really good one. And, uh, yeah, it's it's very important, obviously, uh, the, the boobage support. Um, but it also, apart from the, the health impacts, it's also just really good for making you feel very confident when you're out and about. Um, and, yeah, the other, recommend, other recommendation I have is to make sure that you just start off really, really, really slowly, like so slowly you're practically walking. Um, start and the then run. slow it down some. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then go like, even honestly, slower than that. Just seriously. go even slower. <laughs> like Imagine that you've will got tell you- Gab in your ear just going, basically walk. Basically walk. Or I'm whispering in your other ear, pleasure juice um but yeah just basically go so slowly i mean coach bennett will take you through it uh he'll he'll probably at some point say you know keep like we start every run easy go easy um but but please do like i guarantee you if you do that it will probably be a much more enjoyable run than than you've ever had in your entire life The Women Like You podcast is produced by me, Gab Burke, and music is by Hamish Camilleri. Thank you for listening and sharing our little pod. You can follow us on socials. Just search for Women Like You podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And you can email us at womenlikeyoupodcast at gmail.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletter. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gab. And, oh, man, I just can't wait to see you on skates. (laughs) Oh, God. I I already have a a bruised ass. I do, yeah. (laughs) My mouse pad of an ass is is already copying it. That was when I was like, I definitely need protective gear. Yeah, especially because you're the arseless wonder, you know. I am. 
you don't you don't have a lot of padding there, and I do we're not. in lockdown, so I can't even lend you any of mine. So, and you could if we weren't in lockdown. <laughs> That's true. Good point. Good point. Good point. I see. I see. This, this is why I failed science. This is why I wasn't particularly <laughs> scientifically minded. I thought that I could lend you some of my butt fat, some of your drop bum. <laughs> Throwback. Throwback to episode one. All right. I love you. I love you too. I miss you so much. Miss you more. Mwah. Let's maybe do the 25-minute run together separately. But yeah, together. on the flight. Oh, yeah. How, yep. But how would, you, how would I have I don't know. Coach Bennett I don't in, my, know. in one ear and you in the other? Well, okay. We'll live stream it. Watch your juice. <laughs> <laughs> love you. I'm love out of here. Bye. Bye.